Carol Walker on Times Radio. Now, a group of armed men have broken into a live television studio in Ecuador and threatened staff. A live broadcast by the station TC in Guayaquil was interrupted by the group and staff were forced to go onto the floor before the live feed cut out. Well, a 60-day state of emergency began in Ecuador yesterday after a convicted gang leader vanished from his prison cell. John Bonfiglio is the Times Latin America correspondent and joins us now. Good evening to you, John. Good evening, Carol. Uh, These were pretty dramatic scenes. Just bring us up to date with what's been happening in Ecuador. Yeah, Ecuador has never experienced anything like this uh, at all. As you say, at midday today, in terms of what we know, uh, Ecuador time, just a few hours ago, a group of armed hooded men swept into TC television in Guayaquil, one of Ecuador's oldest national uh, broadcasters, carrying pistols, rifles, apparently dynamite and hand grenades, hand grenades and they threatened and detained staff uh, live on air in what were incredibly stark uh, scenes. Uh, broadcast continued for a period, as you say before, the signal was cut out. Now, uh, there are no reports of casualties. Uh, gunmen have reportedly been detained, but it was absolutely an audacious, unprecedented uh, uh, intervention into the, you know, the offices and studios of a national broadcaster. Yeah, extraordinary. And I mean, what do we know, first of all, about the staff and the, the crew there at the television station? So it seems it's always very difficult. You know, there are conflicting stories. But what we think we know at the moment is that the situation, the immediate situation at the TC television studios is is under control. Uh, police and military police were uh, were sent in. But actually, to some extent, uh, even if that has been brought under control, what definitely has not been brought under control is the broader context in, in Ecuador in which it is, as a country, suffering the perfect storm of a descent into narco-state uh, anarchy. I mean, the, the most uh, significant reason for that is because it borders with Colombia and Peru, the two biggest producers of cocaine uh, on Earth. It has a new deep water port. Actually, this is an accident This took place in Guayaquil. The new deep water port is only just down the road from Guay- Guayaquil, this global maritime hub. Um, is is a centre of dis- distribution for global coffee. Stabilising, but I, I was going to ask you what lies behind this, whether it's some sort of um, political demonstration, but you seem to be suggesting that it is simply part of the, uh, the, the really vicious gang warfare that's going on in the country. Yeah, I think the gang warfare, if you can uh, hear me now, is, is, the, uh, em- is the emblematic factor behind all of this. Curiously, I think today actually was just a, a low-level group of thugs and criminals who were trying to make a name for themselves in, in criminal circus, it, in circles. It was completely haphazard and disorganised. But that actually, that the lack of professionalism, if you like, in inverted commas, for want of a better word, and the fact that this happened at all is a stark underscore as to Ecuador's security challenge today. And what lies behind this? I mean, as you say, Ecuador has always been in in this location at the centre of many areas where drugs are produced and and, uh, traded. 
Why have we suddenly got this upsurge in violence? Um, we've got this state of emergency declared um, after police officers were kidnapped by various gang members. Yeah, and that's been uh, on the go. This actually was a, a reaction, the kidnapping of the riots in prisons and the kidnapping of, of guards and uh, uh, policemen across the country over the last couple of days is a reaction, actually, to Daniel Novoa's, the president's declaration of a state of emergency that the criminals, the cartels, are saying, this is not your country, you are not in charge here. Now, this, the declaration of a state of emergency is interesting because you would think that this is going to make a significant uh, difference in terms of the powers that this gives to the police in the military. But actually, remember that Guillermo Lasso, the previous president, during his shortened tenure, issued 20 different states of emergency, which made little to no difference uh, whatsoever. The why now is actually very specific and is one of those be careful what you wish for uh, scenarios. A new deep water port uh, just down the road from Guayaquil in Posorja opened in 2019. And that had organized crime uh, salivating and licking their lips as to what they could move, ship out of that particular port internationally. So all of the cocaine and Colombia from Colombia and Peru used to be moved uh, across different avenues. But now this deep water port is the global maritime hub for uh, a trade. Again, an important statistic. Uh, the international trade in cocaine, we estimate, has the GDP of a small country, just cocaine. So just finally, uh, is there any sense that the state of emergency and the efforts to restore order are, are going to have any effect on all of this? Absolutely no effect whatsoever. The criminals who broke into the television studios uh, today will now already have been detained. They will go uh, to prison. They will be convicted and go to prison. where They will be already recruited by the cartels and the organized crime that controls the prisons. So uh, they will be fast-tracked up the food chain, if you like. There is, no, there is nothing in place as we speak that Ecuador can significantly do to combat what it is experiencing on its streets. John Bonfilio, uh, the Times Latin America correspondent, uh, thanks so much for joining us tonight.